0: hello hello welcome back for another episode of by order of the peaky blinders nearly halfway through the year of 2021 and we are full steam ahead to the wrapping up of the season six filming of peaky blinders last time that we talked i was able to chat with emmett J. scanlon so go back and check out that interview with billy grade it was a lot of fun uh, getting fantastic feedback on facebook.com slash Peaky podcast and over on Twitter at by order of Peaky. So I want to thank Emmett. Once again, I'm joined by Josh. We haven't talked since uh, the Helen McCrory tribute. So there's a ton of Peaky blinders news to cover. Josh and I did a full review of the conversation I had with Emmett over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash order of Peaky. The link is in the show notes and for just $5 a month, we got a ton of bonus stuff for those of you that just can't get enough, right? They want a little bit more, Josh. They want to hear your voice. They want to hear your impressions. And for season six, I think everyone's excited about some more predictions as photos continue to drop. Josh, I think we can safely say that uh, Stephen Graham will not be reprising his role of Al Capone from Boardwalk Empire, so we can uh, squash the, the uh, universe colliding of those two shows because there have been photos of uh, Stephen Graham just chilling with Packy Lee in a very much Lee-oriented garb.
1: I think that's a good thing. I mean, I, it, it just would have been weird, like, those two shows colliding. They're just completely different kind of productions. So I'm definitely okay with that. And I'm curious to see what kind of role he plays. There are so many new characters that are coming to the show. And I think that that's so unlike a show that's kind of nearing its end. To add all of those new characters. I mean, we've seen new characters every season, but we've only seen like a like two to three, like a handful of characters, not like a plethora of characters that we're seeing now.
0: You're right, and, and we're gonna get to a conversation that the, the creator Stephen Knight had with uh, with a couple of journalists recently, and the article was posted today on Birmingham Mail that uh, you know things are to come, and there's definitely a, a large future that he has in mind. Anytime he talks about season six, he mentioned season six and beyond. So I'm excited about, you know, the roles that all of these new actors that we continue to see announced and maybe not yet announced, which will also be in our, uh, in our table of contents today to get through. Um, it's exciting that so many different actors, Josh, are being vocal on social media about when they're finishing. Amber Anderson, who is in her first season of filming with Peaky Blinders posts on Instagram I, you know, I wrapped thank you to the Peaky crew on and off the screen. I can't wait to see what's to come. And, uh, you know, she's definitely, uh, she's definitely got some scenes with Tommy Shelby that we've seen pictures of and all of this stuff has really gotten on Instagram and Twitter Peaky Blinders season six updates or Peaky Blinders season six is a, a friend of ours that continues to hook it up with fantastic stuff. Harry Curtin who plays Finn Cole. I don't know if you saw this on Instagram but he had a funny video of him like walking into his hotel room and is like, now that I'm done, I can dance or something like that. So that was funny. He has checked out and uh, Charlotte McKenna who plays captain swing, who I'm assuming is going to have a little bit bigger role this season after trying to pitch Michael gray on that train or that boat over to, uh, to the UK. She's also uh wrapped casting or wrapped filming, I should say. So it's, you know, the days are slimming and I think they're down to their final week. I, I've gotten word from the grapevine, Josh, that, that filming should be done June 1st. So that will line it up
1: exactly. to like a December,
0: right around November, December release date, which is, which is exciting. I, I,
1: I, would, I would say maybe October even. Like that, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I don't know how long post-filming like kind of production goes, yeah. but I mean, they're going to have to also have trailers to tease it. So, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't just release right away. But that's amazing news. I mean, we thought we were, like, going to be January of next year. That, and that was brutal. We, we thought we thought when, when the pandemic first hit. We were we thinking, like, 2027. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, no, I wasn't, okay. we didn't know anything was going to come back. But we thought for sure at least 2022. So to, to, to know for a fact that it's probably going to be 2021 is just amazing. And the light's at the end of the tunnel.
0: Yeah, there was a post a couple months ago that kind of explained it all. I think it was maybe from Anthony Byrne or Stephen Knight. To be honest, the two of them have just kind of morphed into the people who release the important news about Peaky Blinders, because it's either coming from Anthony Byrne's Instagram or Stephen Knight via articles or interviews that he does. So it's almost like Anthony Knight out there just continuing to bless us with his updates. But it was, I think, six months of editing and post-production. Now, they could hurry, and they also could be doing some of that while they're still filming and vice versa, they could be doing it while it's already released. I know multiple shows who have announced like stranger things in the early seasons, Josh, they've come yeah. out and said that they they weren't even done writing the finish of the first season when they were already filming the beginning of, of the season. So, you know, th- there could definitely be a situation where uh, BBC airs the first episode and episode six is still being edited, but- Yeah, I mean, and also,
1: exciting. I mean, she- Stranger Things is also a show that like releases their trailer before they even started filming anything. Yeah. And it's just like one of those, one of those trailers where it's just like music and it's like absolutely nothing. And it gets you all excited. And like, this is a, this is like a, like a tangent, like a, like a side rant about but Stranger that, Things. Cause like when the hell is that show coming back? Soon. When, when I, the hell is that show coming back? I
0: think it's soon. I, I'm, I don't I'm, know. <laughs> I'm personally not, I'm not like waiting by the fire for that show. I like how, and this I, I, th- this is perfectly going to tie me into the, my next topic is if Peaky Blinders was a Netflix show, right? It wasn't BBC. And then they give it to right. Netflix when they're done. Netflix loves to just drop it. Right? Like we had no idea. Mindhunter was coming out until I see on a, like a, you know, a, a tweet mindhunter season three or season two, whatever it was. And the same thing's going to happen with stranger things. I feel like they don't like to give us release dates. It's just like, boom, you wake right. up and it's same number one thing? on
1: Netflix. Same thing with Black Mirror. Like, I, I, I'm i a big Black Mirror fan. Love it. Like Love I, Black Mirror. It always, like, pops up on, like, Trending Now. And I'm like, oh, my God, is it back? And I look, and it's the same, like, Miley Cyrus season. I'm like, what the hell? Like, there was only three episodes in that season.
0: Right. Well, I guess I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying they do drop it without telling you. So that could I No, happen. I know. On, you know, with right. the Blinders, it's got to be a lot more... Of course. ...organized. You know, the same thing with HBO, right, where they have weekly releases. I can't wait for it. You know, start to plan the VPN that you Americans listening are going to you know, go on the ride with us when we, when we were watching alongside the UK. Um, there are a couple exciting, you exciting know, bits of information. And, and the first one is, is what I alluded to earlier. And that's an article on Birmingham Mail, Birmingham Live Online. And it's about Stephen Knight dropping a bit of a hint that a non-actor celebrity may be coming onto the show and, and Birmingham Live, and they went ahead and, and took a huge guess already. James Roger, the regional editor, is assuming it's a musical guest. And so, what, what the exact quote is Stephen Knight says, you know, we are always getting incoming inquiries from the most amazing people. And it's not just actors. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, we, we talked about it, Julia Roberts and like you know, Snoop Dogg and David Beckham and Brad Pitt, all these rumors. All that Stephen Knight said is, quote, in series six and beyond. There are some nice surprises to come. So I want to tackle this with you. Who's who's the musical guest? Who's the actor? Who's the singer that you would most want? Let's pick 3 and and really start to, you know, pray every night for them. I mean,
1: I guess I got to go with our girl. You know who I'm talking about. Say it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if the, if it counts. We're we're talking about like Anne Brun, Anna Calvi like the- <laughs> The musical guests that are already on the show. I'm talking about celebrities, someone that you see and you drop your your jaw.
1: All right. So I'm going to go with 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 some British. I
0: think that's a good guess. I I don't think they're just going to
1: bring on Americans. I'm going to go with Harry
0: Styles. Okay, that's Harry Styles. I, as, I think that's got to be the leader in the clubhouse, considering the Dunkirk connection to Tom Hardy and, I, you, know, you know Murphy. what? I didn't
1: even think about that when I said it, and I was like, "Wait, he was in something."
0: That's how good you are.
1: I know. I just, it's, I, it's happening. I, I, just spoke it into into existence, even though it's already decided. But I do like, going that. To be it. I like that.
0: I like that. I, oh, that's that's a hard one to be. All right, let's go back and forth. I, I'm gonna go with Dua Lipa. I like, I feel like, you know, she's British. She is someone that may be like in the pipeline of like wanting to be in something that's up and coming. And right now with like Anya Taylor joy, you know, it's definitely a movement towards people watching Peaky blinders that may not be your typical 45 year old British male. So I, you know, like we said, we our listenership is 50, 50. I like Dua Lipa. I will, I, I will honestly say I did not know she was British until yeah, I saw her. She was, her. Born, in, she was her, born in the UK. No, she UK. she has a British – like, she, she's got an accent. But oh, she doesn't okay. sound yeah, yeah, like yeah. it when she sings. But when I saw her talking, was it at the Emmys or something this past year? I was like, oh, Dua Lipa. She's British. Yep. So that's my pick. Let's hear uh, right.
1: another one. I'm going to go with Adele. I Adele's think, good. Adele is another British pop star that is very popular. And I can imagine her – being a fan of the show who knows if she watches the show but you know maybe 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 she's in (laughs) okay
0: i i i want to get a little bit more from you right like let's explore the imagination like who
1: who is adele going to be she could just be like a commenter i don't think that like a celebrity like i don't think like it's kind of like how ed sheeran was in game of thrones like he just kind of popped in very very briefly and Uh, sang that song but i don't think i don't think it's gonna be somewhat like a main role like they're just gonna pop in and like you might not even notice them. I'm happy you brought that up. Um,
0: I would love for Stephen Knight to do anything but what what Benny Offenweiss did with Ed Sheeran. Because that well, just that's, takes that's, you that's out. That's also
1: because you hate them.
0: No, no, I'm just saying it takes you, it took, I don't know, it took me out of the world that I was invested in at that time where the flip side would be kind of what Yellowstone does with Ryan Bingham. And for those that watch Yellowstone, you know they've got a character who comes in as a singer kind of hangs around for a little bit. And now he's got a spinoff show, in fact, with Jimmy from from uh, from the Stable House. But like, you know, they, it's a low-key actor that a lot of people might know, but you got to let him, I don't know, I let him explore a little bit. Like I want my, uh, if, if you're going to have a celebrity come in, you might as well give him a chance to be more than just like a, a side prop, like uh, the guy from Always Sunny was. In, Game of Thrones did it with a ton of people though, right? Like they had even the creators jump in there at the end. But I, I want someone to like dig their, dig their toes in i'm thinking like some sort of like killian murphy like the connection that you kind of made where like i uh, i I don't know i'm 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 struggling to find someone british but like even if it's someone the uh the girl who leads industry right like a a a no-name american that comes in and, and if you have one in mind josh you go ahead i I clearly don't have more than one guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I'm go, Harry Styles is like, is going to be in the show. Like, I think Harry
0: Styles is the one. It's fine. it's fine. I think we've knocked it out of the park. Right? Yeah. I think we can move on. Um, so that's a fun, you know, little bit of breaking news of sorts. Like it's today, right? Josh and I are recording on May 19th. And this was released on May 19th in, uh, in the midday. So let's, let's go for that. Speaking of uh, Tom Hardy, Adrian Brody, some of these other cameos—you might want to call them—you know—Hardy stuck around a little bit, and we did find out from Emma J. Scanlon that probably going to get more of Alfie Solomon's in season six. But you may be seeing before Peaky comes out some more Adrian Brody. You know, there's there's some news that have come around, a couple announcements of things that are coming into the uh, into the stratosphere here in the next few months. Adrian Brody is going to be in the new season of Succession, a show that.
1: Are you in on? I still haven't gotten through it, to yeah. be honest. I'm actually like back back starting up the uh, crown with my girlfriend. Crown's so good. I'm getting through that and then I want to get through succession, but that's even more of a reason for me to get through it to get to season three, so I can watch some Adrian Brody. Plays such so, such a diverse, like he's he plays so many diverse roles, like playing Luca Changreta to playing like a businessman in, in succession, most likely is probably gonna be his role. That's gonna be cool.
0: Yeah, I think I read somewhere that he was gonna be some sort of like activist, billionaire. Brody will guest star as Josh Aronson, a billionaire activist investor who becomes pivotal in the battle for the ownership of Waystar.
1: Wait, Josh Aronson is is his name? I I have a friend named Josh Aronson. (laughs) That's so funny. That is funny. So that's gonna be so funny.
0: I'm definitely thinking about a little bit of like an Elon Musk style, right? Like, you know, an investor that also He's okay. thinking about like the world, that. so that's probably his like a goal. Silicon Valley kind of type. Yeah, they've also announced that Alexander Skarsgård from Big Little Lies is going to be uh, in season three. Everyone's going to be in season three of Succession. Um, the other news Killian Murphy's movie A Quiet Place 2 finally has a release date May 29th, so just you know, about a week or so
1: after this comes out, and you're listening. Maybe you want to check out a little bit of Killian Murphy on your screen. Which you- I'm surprised. I mean, I wonder what kind of character he plays because the last movie. I mean, it's. I don't know if you've seen A Quiet Place well, yet. I remember I've seen you're, the trailer.
0: Not, I've seen the trailer for A Quiet Place too, so I'm pretty sure I know what Killian Murphy's not really that movie. many
1: people in the sh- in the movie. Like it's it's called A Quiet Place for a reason. It's yeah. it only John Krasinski and and his wife Emily Blunt, right? And and, and and like his kids. And so I wonder what Killian Murphy's gonna do and like what his role is.
0: Well, have you seen the trailer? The trailer came out before, even like in the beginning of COVID. No, yeah, you know? but
1: I wonder, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think know. he's a
0: guiding. So I think they find him, Emily Blunt's walking with her kids in the trailer and Killy Murphy's kind of hiding and you think he's going to be a bad guy, but I think he helps them and, and kind of guides them to get to, I, I don't know, something.
1: I, 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 yes, I have not seen.
0: A Good for place, him though. But I'm excited for that. And then the biggest news is the fact that the Game of Thrones spinoff has been announced for 2022. But you feel Let's like HBO, HBO wouldn't do it if they were not ready to release House of Dragon in 2022. So that's exciting, and I feel like you're you're one of two people in this in this Game of Thrones conversation. You either are not excited for it and therefore will not like it, or you're excited for it and you're going to like it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's so de- divisive yeah. now that it's like your mind is so warped that you either are going to go yeah, into sweet. it down like not not expecting anything good.
1: Everyone is going to fucking hate it. It's gonna be so maddening. Like, do you remember how mad I got at people? I know. Who, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm probably gonna like it. So I don't know about everyone. It can't get worse.
0: No, oh, I'm just saying, it, like it's it feels like a win-win for the Game of Thrones universe because we are yeah. we're kind of having like like and the reason why I'm tying this into the Peaky Blinders podcast is because one of the biggest names associated to House of Dragon is the famous. Patty Considine, who had a pivotal, pivotal role in the madness that was season three, where he played Father Hughes and cracked the skull of one Tommy Shelby, and that was a grab of a century, right? By Stephen Knight, you're like, holy cow! They're bringing in this award-winning um, Irish, uh, like actor, right? Not just an actor, like a TV, like an actor.
1: They're bringing in this actor who like acts in Broadway over there. And he's just, is, is there, is there a difference between an actor and an actor? Absolutely, man. There's Marvel and there is like the book of Mormon.
0: And if you can do both, <laughs> then you're like an actor. So but, so
1: if you're an actor, then you're a Broadway actor.
0: Yeah. I'm, but I'm saying.
1: What Daniel, is who Daniel just made something up. I, 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 I kind of so. like, 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 like it. I'm kind of going for it.
0: I kind of like it. I'm kind of going for it here because I, in my mind, like there's Broadway actors that we don't know. We don't know their names, right? But then there's Broadway actors right. like Jonathan Banks. Is that his name? Um, the main guy from, uh, from Mindhunter, to bring it back to that conversation from, from season one. Oh, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Groff. Groff. And then he comes in and he steals the show as, as the King of England in, um, in Hamilton. So there's, he's an actor because he can do both. There's
1: a lot yeah. of actors, right? What's his, uh, um, Rob Lowe. He's Love. also in Frozen. He's not just a Broadway actor. He, yeah. No, I'm
0: just saying there's a lot. So that's where I consider but, Patty Considine to be an actor. And he is a right, huge name right. that there's no way it's going to be bad when Patty Considine is involved unless he dies in the first one minute. And you're like, oh, all right. No more, no more Father Cues.
1: Actor, I like it, I like it. But you. No, that's, that's, that's a huge game back to on point. That is a huge grab. I mean, for, for that spinoff, that's good for Peaky Blinders. Like Peaky Blinders has reached that point where shows are, are, are picking actors off of them. Like they're seeing their roles in, in their capacity in Peaky Blinders and they want, they want them because of how good they are. And that, and that's what takes that show to another level. Like Peaky Blinders was elite to us. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really until the last few years that it's been reach its national prowess, so to say. And this is kind of just solidifies it that like these other shows, are, it's kind of like real, real, recognized, real Game of Thrones, recognizing Peaky Blinders. That's when you know that you made it. It's kind of cliche, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, the,
0: even just listening to Emmett Scanlon talking about it, the roles that he might get like Homeless Man in Here Are the Young Men, which was. Don't,
1: the don't, t- don't tell that to him, though. Hold
0: on. But for those that listened and were there for the exchange of Emmett J. Scanlon finding out that his buddy, um, Ian Mackin, did not give him a name on IMDb, I got a message the next day from Emmett J. Scanlon, everyone. And he said, check it. That's all he said. So I, I rack my brain of what he could be talking about. <laughs> and I go to IMDb and I check out Here Are the Young Men. And just like that, Emmett J. Scanlon, Andy.
1: I love got, it. He got the
0: Andy.
1: He got the it. Andy. I'm so happy about that. respect.
0: I, I will have to see it. The reviews make me not want to see it. Um, so I have to try to forget them and watch it and try to enjoy what is a movie that people don't like. Um, but I think I'll like it. You know, we've talked about it. It's kind of about like Irish, Irish teenagers going through drinking and drugs and maybe it's like Euphoria but a movie form in Ireland. Then I would like it. Um, so I'll have to check that out. Obviously, Tommen from Game of Thrones and Anya Taylor-Joy and Finn Cole, who plays Michael Gray, are all in that. that. I want to wrap this up. A Two more Peaky Blinders actors that are in movies coming out or shows. We've never seen Natasha O'Keefe in something else, Josh. And Lizzie Stark is going to be taking center stage of a new show on Sky One called Intergalactic, where she stars as Emma, Dr. Emma Greaves, a mysterious political prisoner with secrets on board a prison ship called the Hemlock, it's part of a conspiracy thriller, part prison break drama, and all space romp. A hundred years into the future. No, that was not a Saturday Night Live skit.
1: That's yeah. quite, quite <laughs> I don't bad. even know. I don't even know what that's about, but it sounds like a very different plot. So I mean, <laughs> I'm going to give that credit where credit's due in that in that sense. So, so Natasha O'Keefe. Lizzie Stark,
0: sorry, Lizzie Shelby, is gonna be in a part prison break, conspiracy, thriller, drama, space romp, 150 years in the future. Okay, let's give it a shot. Um, And then there's a a movie called Undergods, which is a fantastical dystopian noir by Spanish filmmaker Chino Moya that has Ned Denny, who plays Charlie Strong, of course. And it's, okay. uh, this is also set in a post-apocalyptic, not so distant future, an anthology of sorts stitching together various stories with ominous vibes and touches of dark humor. So if you wanna really, you know- I
1: like dark spread, humor. Spread I your wings
0: <laughs> and, uh, and enjoy some Peaky Blinders. Before we can get Peaky Blinders, we can always watch everyone else that is involved in it. So I always wanna give some love To all of our minor actors, minor characters that are major actors, even though they may not have all the screen time. Josh and I are going to uh, skedaddle, get some episodes churning for the Patreon. So we got to get you on there, guys. Patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. Extra content, more laughs, a ton of, you know, little bonus things that we slide in there. Like a little video I posted from the interview with Emmett J. Scanlon about him talking about being called a rat in the middle of a gym you're not going to want to miss that less than a cup of coffee per month so we really appreciate it, it really funds us and fuels us to give you non-ad based episodes right here on by order of the pq blinders he's josh i'm daniel we binge so you don't have to